Are you struggling to create engaging content for your B2B brand? Let Podcast Town help. Our expert services will help you develop a successful content marketing strategy, making your brand stand out and increase revenue. With our guidance, you'll create quality content that resonates with your audience and builds brand loyalty. Visit our website at podcasttown.net to learn more and to get started today. We help you launch, grow, and maximize. So at the end of last year, I decided that I wanted to do something different, do something fun, do something fresh and new. So I decided to do a series, a podcast series of the Enterprise Now podcast, except live. And so we did that. We did our first one and I thought it was a wonderful time. I had a great time. The interview was absolutely phenomenal. Check it out. Here is my live podcast interview. I usually like to start out by asking something like, tell us about yourself. And on the recorded show, I say, feel free to go all the way back to the day you were born, or you can start more current day. And then I say, tell us about yourself. My name is Ariel Kopak. I am the owner of Harness Your Hindrance Coaching. I'll go back to, I was born in Kokomo, Indiana, and moved to Wisconsin when I was 12. Wisconsin is my home, but I spent the past four years in California working out there. Now I'm back, loving it, getting connected to the community. And I consider myself sometimes a walking paradox because someone just said, don't swear on a podcast. So I won't swear, but I will say I didn't swear until I was 21. But I love to dance. And I also like whiskey and cigars and rock climbing. And I'm one of those people who just loves hobbies. Got it. So how did you get into your current field? Kind of fell into it. Started with the training aspect of development. So I was training financial advisors for a large financial services firm. And I became really frustrated with the question of why is it that if they know exactly what they need to do, they don't do it? And how is it that you can lead a horse to the well, but not make them drink? So I became obsessed with trying to answer that question of why, 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 why? And that amongst some exposure to some coaches and a lot of learning, started to dig into that question of why and found that it's not usually a simple, logical answer that's the problem. It's all of the emotional and mental things that are going on in the background when that answer is right in front of you. And that became my passion for digging into coaching. So what is the most unusual business type that you've worked with? One of the most unusual business types I've worked with is probably those in multi-level marketing. Those in that field have a lot of challenges coming up before they even get in the door. And they have the same mental and emotional challenges everyone else does. So that's what I find with, regardless of what industry or occupation, everyone brings a bunch of personal baggage with them. We all do. But the obstacle is a little bit different depending upon what's in your environment. So this is my question. So dig it a little bit deeper in terms of your business, right? Harnessing your hindrance. What does that mean? Harness your hindrance means that you can take control and make use of whatever is holding you back. And oftentimes you can even use it to the point where it will propel you forward. For example, oftentimes this comes into play with people's insecurities. You'll hear a lot of powerful stories about how someone was nervous about or wanted to hide became their strength. And that was true for me. This wasn't kind of came up after my name, but I actually used to be a little bit insecure about how I couldn't have very shallow conversations. That sounds silly, 
But I actually had a friend say to someone behind my back, if you want to have a deep conversation, talk to Ariel. If you don't want to have a deep conversation, do not talk to Ariel. Now, not to interrupt you, but we had our one-on-one. She's not lying. Like, mind blown. Like, I call them golden nuggets. I had so many in my head that I was like, okay, Ariel, enough. I don't want to talk to you anymore. Like, let's talk a week I later. I get that sometimes. Yeah. So, true, true statement. <laughs> it's true. And it used to be a little bit of an insecurity of mine of why can't I just be casual like everyone else? Or my friend and I were at a bar and talking to some guys. And she says to me later, did I overhear that he was sharing that his challenging with relationships right now is due to his parents getting divorced at 21 and this and that? And I said, yeah. Why? What did you talk about? She said, sports. <laughs> so that was a bit of an insecurity. But now I found what's ironic is that that is what makes me so good at what I do. Digging deeper to find the root cause, not settling for the surface level answer or the symptom, but digging down to what is really, really going on here. And that is how I've harnessed my hindrance. Wow. So my question again, so talk a little bit about self-awareness and how that has impacted your business in terms of when you decided to do this to today. The self-awareness journey. (laughs) One thing that I have to be really mindful of when I'm coaching is that I am fully present for whomever I'm engaging with. And that requires me to be self-aware of what's going on with me mentally and emotionally at that time. And if it's an energy that I don't want to bring into that person's conversation, I have to say, okay, I can come back to this. But for right now, I am fully present for this person. I have to be a blank slate and receive whatever they have to give, not give them anything that they don't need right now. So for me, self-awareness has been extremely important as a coach to make sure that I am level for whomever I am there to serve. And it's an ongoing practice. And there's a lot of self-awareness that comes with being a business owner as well as many here know. Got it. So what failure, business or personal, allowed you to learn your most valuable lesson? And what was that lesson? It's hard to pick one failure (laughs) that I've learned from. There's so many. (laughs) One failure, though, that comes to mind right away is actually the first time that I cried at work. I'd been in my occupation for two years. And I was one of those stone cold faces that held all emotions in. And I believed growing up that it's a strength to hold your emotions inside. I had one boss who broke me. We're good friends. But he said to me at the time, it's your fault she quit. And that made me angry and it made me cry. And his response was, it took me two years. I did it. I made you cry. (laughs) But the reason it made me cry was because I knew it was true. I knew that my lack of willingness to let go and to delegate properly and to communicate everything that was on my mind for this new hire was what led to her leaving. In the long run, is probably for the best in, as far as everyone's pathways and journey. But in the moment, that was a hard truth to be hit with. And that failure led me to learning the importance of letting go and also that self-awareness of being real with your emotions and saying, I'm struggling to let go of this right now because it's been my baby or it's been my project. And that's not an easy thing to transition. I definitely agree. I think one of the things that makes this journey exciting and both challenging is the self-awareness, right? A lot of times we put a brave face on as if nothing affects us. Or like I was telling somebody earlier, today was one of those days where it was really high and really low. And just being able to recognize that and then properly deal with it, I think is a really important thing. So if someone said, unlock me, what would your response be? How much time you got? (laughs) (laughs) No, I would say the amount to which you're willing to be unlocked, as you say, 
comes from you. And I can't unlock anything that you have closed off. So my process is a matter of you helping to discover what is going on inside and unlock that for yourself. But if you have something that's locked away, I can't get in there unless you let me in and you kind of let yourself in with that self-awareness. Final question. What is a key insight that your target audience looks for to find you or work with you? So what is a prospect looking for in you to want to work with you? It's kind of two parts to the answer to that question. One, oftentimes when someone gets introduced to me or we have an initial conversation, they're looking for, okay, so what strategies and tactics are you going to give me to implement to make this work? Or what's the secret sauce? And the ironic thing is that the foundation of my coaching is that majority of the time you have the answer inside of you, you already know what the right thing to do is. If you don't, you know how to get that answer. But majority of the time, you already have the answer within you. I'm just there to help draw it out. So that's a part to the answering of the question in that a lot of times what someone is looking for when they get introduced to me is not what the offer really is. However, it only takes a minute for someone to realize, oh, okay, yeah, there probably is some mindset work that I have to do or... I think I do actually know what I need to do. I don't need more information and more options to choose from. I just need to know which option to go with and move forward. So if someone is looking for unlocking what they already know or building their clarity for action, that is a good thing to seek me out for. But majority of the time, someone's looking for the quick strategy. And in reality, they already know and I just help them to find it. So before we wrap up with Ariel, do you have any questions that you would like to ask me? My question for you is, what do you gain from having these live events? The biggest thing I gain is, and when I say this, I really mean it. I genuinely enjoy meeting new people, hearing their stories, and really just sharing space with people who think as crazy as I do, right? Who have big ideas and things that haven't been done before. So I enjoy the energy of being engaged with like-minded individuals. And it's really fun. And I like to embarrass people. (laughs) You do a good job of that. (laughs) I love it. All right. So if people want to reach out to you, learn even more about what you do, set up a mind-blowing golden nugget field one-on-one, how can they do that? They can go to harnessyourhindrance.com, find out more information about me, fill out quick form for just an introductory call. You can also connect with me on LinkedIn, Ariel Kopak, Harness Your Hindrance Coaching, or at this point, reach out to Elsie and he can connect us as well. Awesome. Everybody, please give Ariel a hand. It's certainly not easy to do this on the spot. So thank you for your bravery and your willingness to participate. Thank you for not giving me a choice. What a fantastic episode. Hey, listen, I want to know something. What is the top concern that you have in your business? Is it sales? Is it marketing? Is it finance? Operations? Shoot me an email, mayor at podcasttown.net. I want to start a conversation around these areas of business and how we can work together and help each other shine even brighter.